0: Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Barbara Guillen at BarbaraGuien.com. I hope you guys are doing great. If you are new, I am so happy that you are here hanging out with us and I hope that you're here to stay. And to all the loyal listeners out there, you guys, I love you and appreciate you so much. I want you to remember to subscribe, to rate and review the show. Let me know what you're enjoying about it. Help me to get up on this algorithm, the old stinking algorithm, because it's a real thing even for the world of podcasting. So um, I really appreciate you guys taking just 30 seconds to rate and review the show. We have a good topic today. We're talking about imagine a life-partnered With God. I can't wait to jump in. I do want to say thank you to our sponsor. This show is brought to you by the Always Faithful Prayer, Devotional, and Journal. You guys are going to love this journal. I use mine every week every day in fact, because it has a place for you to write your daily declarations and it also has journaling space for your prayers and your gratitude and all kinds of other stuff. You're gonna love it and it makes such an amazing gift. So bless somebody. If you already have yours, good for you. It's time to bless somebody else. You can find the link for that in the show notes and it is on Amazon, so grab yours. Okay, let's jump in. So right now, my church is on a series called Think and Imagine. And it is such an exciting series for me because anytime I learn more about the promises of God and what he truly has in store for my life, I get hype. I'm not even going to lie. And if it has me excited, you know, I got to share some of that with you guys. So we're going to just dive into this. I will say that I've read many of the promises God makes in the Bible, and I have a lot of them written on index cards because they do something. They stir me up and fill me with hope. And what ends up happening when I don't remind myself, when I don't make an intentional effort to look at those promises or look for them, I forget about them. And I can easily, it's happened before many times, I can slide into doubt and then to worry. And then before you know it, I'm just all sorts of discouraged. And that is never fun. And because I know this pattern, I know now that I need to actively call to mind the promises of God so that I can stay in that place of encouragement and hope and joy and peace and all those good things. And I want that for you guys too. So today, I'm going to talk about what it would look like if we partnered with God in whatever it is that we're doing. And you know, I I already know, I want to partner with God in every single detail of my life because I know I'm going to have a life that is so much more abundant and purposeful whenever I invite him into it. There's a situation going on right now with a dad. I'm not sure what state he lives in, but it has to do with this whole gender chaos that we're dealing with in this country. And it's in this country, not the world. Um, But he's just refusing to embrace the idea that his five-year-old son is really a girl, according to the boy's mom. And... He's having to battle this out in the courts, and he's unable to see his son, and it's just sad and awful. But he makes videos, I think, daily, and on one of his recent videos, he said, he was talking about, um, well, he always sends a message to his son, and anyway, he's talking, and one of the things he says is that he doesn't pray every day, that he prays, but not every day. And so my first thought was, and I made this comment in his on his post, was Imagine if you did pray every day because in my mind whenever you pray no matter if it's you know once here and there or all the time you're not praying empty prayers you're spending that time being vulnerable and communicating with God because you believe in the power of your prayer right you believe it you're doing it for a reason it's not for nothing and we've all heard and some of us know God can move mountains. And whenever we come to him and come before him, anything is possible. I want to read you John 15, 5. I got to pull it up. I was not prepared like I should have been. I know it. I can paraphrase it, but I want to read it to you. Exactly as it is written is a very good verse. John 15, 5. Hold on. We're getting there. Okay. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That is so straight up. I don't know. It's it's empowering and it's like um I can't think of the word. Um but it's like oh yeah, I can do I can do almost anything and everything. With God when I'm connected to Him, but when I'm not, I can't do anything. Powerless. And we may think that we can be successful on our own uh, with little or minimal partnership with God, but we can't. I mean, there are a lot of people who do achieve success without inviting God in, and we see it all the time. But I'm convinced as a believer that these people that Uh, we see they're not really fully reaping the benefits that actually matter or that will last for eternity. And we can't even fathom how much more successful and abundant we can be if we partner with God on all the things that are going on in our life. I know people who are struggling in some area of their life. Uh, Maybe it's their relationship or their finances or their health. Well, there's so many different things, right? And I think to myself, oh, if they just turned to God, like truly, truly seeked him, asked him in and let him just take the reins, they would be so much better off. And it hurts. It always hurts so bad seeing so many people deal with all these problems and still refuse to draw close to God. Or say they do, but you clearly see they're not. It just, it's painful to watch. So what does a life partnered with God look like? I'm going to give you three things. I'm going to focus on peace, wisdom, and favor. So let's start with peace. And let me talk to you about peace. When I tell you that it is a rare occurrence That my peace is disrupted or disturbed, which wasn't always the case. Um, I used to be so, so impatient and quick to anger and I had a bad attitude and I was ungrateful and I was snappy and I was easily offended. I was terrible. But because I've been walking steadily with God for so many years now, I have peace, true, genuine peace. In fact, the other day I had a call with somebody that I'm working on something with and they ran an hour late and they weren't able to communicate that to me until after 30 minutes of me waiting. And so I sent a text, let's just do this uh, on whatever day, the next day that we plan to meet. And um, the person called me after the hour and asked me if I would please be willing to work. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's go. I was already prepared. Let's go. But you know, I was totally graceful about it. Um, and they were so blown away just that I didn't, I didn't seem to have an attitude or a little grudge for the inconvenience, um, the waste of time. I just didn't. And we talked about, my peace i'm just i'm like there's really few things that can disturb my peace these days it's just the way that it is and i'm so grateful for that because honestly guys peace is everything i mean i can drive on the roads and just be peaceful about it nobody or nothing stresses me out i'm not on edge i don't have stress in my life which is a, such a uh, killer for so many people right it it just leads to bad health and And all kinds of of, of messy things on the inside. And so I'm very, very thankful for my peace. And my peace is a direct result of partnering with God. So there you go. That's number one. The second thing is wisdom. And let's first clarify what wisdom is. Because a lot of people confuse it with knowledge. And they are just two different things. Knowledge is what you know. And wisdom is what you do with it. So here are some examples. I know that to be physically healthy, I have to eat the right things. For me, that is non-processed foods, little to no sugar, so hard to do, lots of water uh, and some more things. And I do those things. That's wisdom. I know that in order to grow in my faith, I have to put in the work daily Internally and externally. I have to read my Bible, go to church, pray, go to Bible study. I have to trust God. I have to seek Him, obey Him. And I do those things. It's wisdom. And I know, after raising two children, so much more about what and how I should and should not do certain things. And I do those things. Wisdom. So when we partner with God in anything, we get the benefit of his wisdom. Can you even imagine having some of his wisdom? And lucky for us, he gives it freely. Proverbs 2.6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Wisdom is a part of God's nature. It's automatic. When we're seeking it and walking with him, we, just, we have it. And you can trust that any decision that you have to make when you make it with God, it's going to be purposeful and guided by His hand. You cannot go wrong. And how many times do we find ourselves in situations where we just have no idea what to do or we don't understand something, we can't make sense of it. God is the source of all wisdom. And He gives it to anybody, again, who asks freely. James 1, five says, If any of you lacks wisdom... You should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. It is a given when you are walking with and inviting God into your life. You get the gift of his wisdom. It is amazing. And you see the change over time because, as I said in the beginning, knowledge is what you know. Wisdom is what you do with what you know. So as you learn and grow and evolve, You start to change your views and viewpoints, perspectives, and your approaches to things. And you start to actually make the changes that you know in your head you should make. And it feels so good. And you can actually look back and see how much your wisdom leads to growth, to good positive growth. All right. So wisdom. The third one, I love this one, favor. Love me some favor. Favor, make it rain, Lord, in so many ways, right? Here's how favor has shown up in my life. But first, let me share my earlier church days when I was just a baby in my faith. Um, For many years, it seemed like I was in one season or another of something bad. And what I would do is or was go to church to feel better. And every time I went, I would be filled up and renewed by the message that I heard. And it just, it was so good for me because I came in one way and I left another. And to me, that was God's favor. He put me at the right place with the right people, with the right message that could speak life into me. And he just continued in so many ways to pour into me. And I, I'm sure I didn't realize it at the time that I was in an actual partnership with God, but he knew and I continue to show up and he's continued to show me favor ever since. I mean, I feel so abundantly rich in spirit. It is, it is really hard to put into words and explain. But even on top of that, he's given me so much to be grateful for. I have healthy children A husband who loves me and is so good to us, my home, a job, opportunities galore, good health, always so grateful for my health, freedom, uh, my church, new friends. I can go on. This list can go on and on and on and on. But God is good and he continues to reveal his goodness in so many ways and I have the eyes to see it because I ask him every day, show me, show me. I ask him to help me see and do and he does. The favor is undeniable, and I'm here for it, and I know you guys are too. Psalms 84.11 says, for the, Lord is, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. God does not promise to give us everything we think is good, but he will not withhold what is permanently good for us. He'll give us the means to walk along his paths, but we must do the walking. That's up to us. When we obey him, he is not holding anything back that will help us to serve him in the long run. Another verse I want to share with you is Psalms 5:12. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. I love that that image of him and his blessings surrounding us with favor. That's how it is when you walk with him. and You don't get to have his favor, though, if you're not walking with him and doing things his way, if we're not being obedient to him. But when you do, you get to enjoy and reap so many of his amazing gifts that you just cannot possibly get anywhere else. And even if you think you can, you have no idea. So try him. He will show you he wants you to come in, call on him, lean on him, all of that. Because when we partner with God by asking and inviting him in and acknowledging that he holds all the power and authority anyway, he moves in some really big ways. And what do you have to lose, honestly? You have nothing to lose, but everything to gain when you choose to do life with God, his way. And also something that I've learned and have seen for myself is that when you do partner with God, it really does start to take the pressure off. Because you already know, he's in control, and he's with you in every situation. It does not matter what it is. When it comes to my kids, I even have to remind myself that my kids are his kids first. When I ever start to worry or have any kind of concerns, I'm like, look, these are your babies and you need to handle this. I do talk to God like that sometimes, Um, but I partner with him in every detail and aspect of my life and I see the payoff. I see the rewards. I see how much better things are when I enter into everything by inviting him in. So give it a try and see for yourself. All right, guys, that is all I have for you today. I just cannot wait to be back with you again in a couple weeks. Remember to rate and review the show. Let me know what you are thinking and enjoying about it. And until we meet again, you all be a blessing and be blessed.